Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, our very good friend, Professor Sylvain Charlebois, director of the Agri-Foods Lab at Dalhousie University, was at that meeting that was called and chaired by Francois-Philippe Champagne, uh, the federal minister of industry, with the grocery CEOs in attendance. Our good friend, Professor Charlebois, was there, and he spoke. He was the first to speak. And he joins us on the Roy Green Show. Sylvain, what was that like? Did it feel like, you know, I don't know if you ever got called to the principal's office. I was there a lot. Um, did it feel like that? It, w- it was awkward, to be honest, Roy. Uh, so I was, uh, I was summoned, I guess, to, <laughs> to join Mr. Champagne and his, uh, his team uh, at 9.30, 9.45. Uh, I was escorted from my hotel to uh, his office, met him with his team. There were about 15 people in the room. Basically, uh, I, was, uh, I took the opportunity to tell him what I was going to say, uh, prep him on what to expect, things like that. And then uh, for the 11 o'clock meeting, and that's when the meeting occurred with the CEOs, uh, we basically moved over, met with uh, Deputy Prime Minister Freeland, and uh, moved into the room where CEOs were waiting for us. And let me tell you, (laughs) the atmosphere was very, very awkward. No one was talking to each other. And frankly, I actually do think that they were just, uh, they were all expecting a, a... a, a session during which they were uh, they were they were going to be blamed for higher prices, uh, and it was all going to be about uh, finger pointing. And uh, so, uh, Minister Friedland spoke for a few minutes, then left, and then uh, Mr. Champagne took over. Which, and I think he really did a good job uh, given the circumstances. And then I took over, and and the first thing I, I explained to the group. Uh, while everyone was in the same room, the big five and the minister, was that uh, we, we've failed, we've always failed to see any evidence of profiteering and explain for about 10 minutes why uh, we felt uh, strongly about that. And, and then you felt, you know, everyone, you, you could feel that everyone in the room was just shifting gears and focusing more on solutions and the, and, instead of just blaming people. Yeah. Um, You wrote an op-ed, Chicken Little and Canada's Food Inflation. So what's the truth here now? Where I just want to know, when I go into the grocery store and grab that lousy cart with the sticking noisy wheels, and I'm going up and down the aisles and I'm looking for something and I see a price and I say, wait a minute, that bag of chips was two bucks. A few months ago, now it's six. What's driving that price? It's not, I hear you saying, it's not the grocery chains being profiteers. It's a whole series of things, yes? That's right. Input costs, uh, wages, uh, uh, different fiscal policies, packaging, uh, everything. Everything has gone up and... uh, you know, it's really, uh, it's like anything. When things go up, they really come down. It's the, it's the, it's the work of inflation. The, the challenge that we have faced the last couple of years is that inflation has actually been 
uh, way above average. On, on Monday, uh, that was the eve of of StatsCan's report on, on August, and I did say to the Big Five that we were expecting a lower food inflation rate, and most importantly, we were expecting the gap between uh, inflation and food inflation to narrow. In fact, I think last week I said that on your show. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. So the yeah. gap between inflation and inflation actually has narrowed significantly down to 2.8%. So, and this is an important metric because uh, as soon as you you see this gap disappear, people will be less spooked at the grocery store and, and, and inflation will be Yeah, it's intimidating. It's intimidating to go... Inflation, so, but it, it, it's way too high. Sylvain, it can be intimidating to go into the grocery store. It can be even more intimidating when you go to the cash register. And when you told us about all the things that influence the price of food at the grocery store, which you've done consistently when we've talked over the last months and years, but particularly last year or two, I want to know, I'm really curious about this, are those grocery store CEOs in a position to do what the government says, lower the prices, basically it was lower the prices or else, uh, are, are they able to do that without significantly and in, inappropriately damaging their bottom line? They're, they're, they're trying to do that, of course. Uh, but uh, if you look but at... But you can't it, force them, the right? Thing, this is the one thing that people don't necessarily look at is the industrial product price index, which will tell you uh, exactly what's going on with food prices up the food chain in processing. And and that's where we believe the carbon tax is impacting prices way more. Grocers have to pay way more for products that they sell to us, clearly, clearly. In fact, the IPPI, the Industrial Product um, uh, in- Index versus the CPI, the IPPI has actually outpaced the CPI over the last three years, which means that really the food inflation has gone up, but it's actually worse up the food chain. And so grocers have to absorb that shock. So they actually were able to pass on some of the costs, but not all of it. And that's why we believe that food inflation won't disappear. It will continue, but we won't see an eight or nine percent anymore. It will go down, but it won't go down to zero or minus five. Yeah. So the federal government perhaps should have held an internal meeting as opposed to calling the grocery store CEOs in, which was largely, in my view, a public relations move. Oh, it was all about that. I, I think everyone in the room knew exactly why we were all in the same room. And first of all, I don't think that any minister has actually been able to have all five. CEOs in the same room at the same time. This was a first, mm-hmm. but we were all aware of what was going on. It was all about politics, of course, of yeah. course. But as soon as we start talking, uh, we actually, you know, went at it and, and looked at possible solutions. And it's not just about uh, industry. It was also about policy. For example, Roy, uh, a lot of people listening to us don't know that they're paying a tax on snacks. If a product is smaller, has shrunk, say you're buying a uh, pot of ice cream of under 500 grams or a box of five bars of granola bars, your tax on them, it doesn't show on your grocery receipt. It's at the bottom. 
because it's not itemized. It's really itemized, but that policy is costing people more money, and that money is not going to the grocery store. And that was raised, and that was an important point to make. That's going to the government. Yep. So again, they should have held an internal meeting about how they can help the consumer in the grocery store. Maybe they should have called the CEOs in as well. But the, really, the focus should have been on, let's not turn this into a, you know, a dog and pony show. Let's see what we can do to improve the situation. I always appreciate I, you. You know, I really do appreciate you coming on the show. You always call it straight as it is. It's my you're, pleasure. You're not, you know, you're, you're, you call it as it is, Silman. That's so important for those but, of us who are wandering up say, and down the aisles. I have a lot of respect for Mr. Champagne because he actually read the room uh, correctly. And also on Thursday, he did table a, a new bill, Bill C-56, and it was about reforming the competition bureau. Now, yeah. I don't think we're ready to blame CEOs for uh, elevated food prices, but there, there is a price-fixing problem in the industry, and it needs to be fixed, and we need a more authoritative bureau, and that's what the bill is going to do so. And Mr. Champagne it did exactly that this week, and that was good news. Okay, we're talking about supply-side management, right? Supply-side management, Silva? Is that what we're talking that's, about? That's correct. Yeah, okay. absolutely. It's, it's, about, it's about oversight. It's about making sure that no one, no one breaks the rules. We have a bread price-fixing scandal. The investigation has been going on for eight years, Roy. Eight years. It's still ongoing. It's unacceptable. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.